Joining us now is uh, by phone, uh, State Senator Rich Drayheim from District 20. Senator, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Yeah, how was your weekend? Other than the Maverick loss and the championship on the Frozen Four, it was really good. Yeah, it, uh, they had a wonderful season. I was rooting for them, too, and, uh, well, sometimes you come up short. But uh, Well, they they played really good up till the third period, and then they fell apart. Yeah. Well, let's get into uh, some talk. First of all, uh, is the session is officially on break right now. You, you're not uh, at your office in St. Paul, are you? No, I'm actually in my office in Mankato today. Um, we have uh, this week off for our Easter Passover break. Let's uh, let's talk about what you got done because that is the, the that Easter break is kind of a big milestone as far as the legislative session goes. All the bills that need to be introduced and everything have have uh, worked their way through right now. So we're going to head into the home stretch after that. Uh, first of all, let's talk about some of those bills that uh, uh, you have been working on. And the, the Senate uh, start off with the uh, the tax bill. You know, the tax bill is probably the one that we that got the most attention. Um, we worked we worked pretty hard on this tax bill. Um, you know, it's giving back to to Minnesotans. You know, we we talk about the inflation. Um, you know. I, I don't know how many people talked about eggs over the weekend, how expensive eggs have gotten. Um, but the uh, uh, total would be $8.43 billion back to the taxpayers. So this would be dollar-wise the largest permanent state tax relief um, ever for, for Minnesota. Wow, that's, uh, that is a big bill, and that will not, uh, I'm sure, <laughs> the Senate version is not going to pass the House. Um how f- any idea? I mean, the two sides just seem very far apart when it comes to the tax bill. Yeah, it, you're you're absolutely right, Jeff. And you know, we we lower that first tier, meaning the the lowest level of taxes. You know, is is higher than a third of the country. So the, our lowest tax bracket is higher than about a third of the country's highest tax bracket. Wow, and you know, so we're you know we're behind states like uh, New York, New Jersey, California, and a couple others. So we're we're the high one of the highest tax state. Um, you know, and everybody can say about our our standard of living, which I I enjoy it here. That's why I live here. Um, but we can we can enjoy it and have a high standard of living without being taxed so much. And I think right now, especially during this high inflation period that we've experienced this last year and a half. Uh, people need to keep more of what they've earned uh, so they can afford to buy gas and, and food. Um, you know, everything costs so much more lately. But in this tax bill, it eliminates that Social Security tax, too. So we've tried twice before, and this being the sixth year I've been in there, um, to eliminate that Social Security tax. We do it in this bill, which will really help um, those on fixed incomes. Um, it, it also has provision in there that they call it portability on the estate tax. So it allowed like the surviving spouse to uh, to transfer the amount of the deceased spouse unused estate tax and move it over. It's a federal conformity thing. 
in it, you know it isn't it isn't a big deal for most of us but it is for those few people that fall in that category um so we're, i think it's a overall real comprehensive tax bill so just to give people an idea if you're married um couple dependents you got 70,000 in income um you know your your first tier um tax reduction would be 1888 um and with this new tax bill it would drop a thousand dollars so you save almost half of it and that's ongoing so every year after so i think i think it'll really help people that sounds good but is that sustainable in the long run well we've increased our budget you know five seven percent every year um we we spend more and more and more and uh, you know i I think at our expense Mm -hmm. and and now that we're seeing this i i call it hyperinflation uh or very high inflation right now um you know, I think families need to keep more of what they're working for. Um, you know, cars, houses, uh, our health insurance, food, everything costs so much. Um, so what, why not give it back to the people that that need it and the people that are working to, to pay into that? We're talking with State Senator Rich Drayhide. Uh Senator, as we had mentioned, the deadlines have come and passed, and uh, now it's going to be a lot of working committees and conference committees and such. What, uh, what's been uh, this this week? What have you been working on in your committee assignments? Well, we you know, actually not in my committee assignment, but probably the, the biggest thing that's come up that affects, you know, a, a lot of the rural places is this bird flu. And, you know, with Easter right around the corner here this weekend, um, eggs, you know, like I said, I had a lot of people say they were surprised how expensive eggs got. Um, so we, we have another, what most of us call bird flu, um, throughout the state and, and spreading every week to new counties. And I know LeSueur County uh, I think had 22,000 birds affected my home county, um, but over, well over a million birds have been destroyed, and, and most of them being turkeys or chickens. Um, but you know, it's we have we have a very fragile um, food system right now um, with everything we've gone through with the supply chain issues, and then to have this happen is only going to make it worse. Um, so we're, we passed a bill. Um, earlier that would have helped for this because we knew this was coming, uh, but we couldn't get the House to do it. So we had a a drought relief bill that had money in it for a a new lab so they could work and identify strains, um, actually setting up a second lab for, for the Department of Ag. And then we had some money in there for emergency fund, which this would be. And, and unfortunately, the House didn't act on it. So um, this week, we had an emergency bill that we ran through right away for a million dollars to give more money for the Department of Ag to react to the situation because they have to destroy all these birds. So you get one bird in the flock, and then they have to come in and destroy all the birds in the barn. So pretty, pretty tragic for those farmers. Yeah, wow, that's uh, you know, and you're talking operations that have you know thousands and thousands of birds there. Yeah, you're right. I went to the the grocery store over the weekend. Four bucks, uh, four bucks for twelve eggs, a dozen eggs. Man, 
That is, I uh, didn't think I'd see that price uh, in my lifetime. Me either. <laughs> yeah. Kind of crazy. It used to be the cheapest protein you could buy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else, uh, anything else that uh, you'll be working on or uh, doing this week? Well, well they, you know, when I, I have a bunch of meetings um, lined up for this week. Um, I, you know, meeting with some trade groups. Um, I have uh, a, some mental health um group that i meet with on wednesday afternoon um so we'll just keep on on plugging away and then one other thing i wanted to mention is out of the finance committee this week which every bill has to get through that has money attached has to go to the finance committee before it goes to the floor and probably the biggest one that i think made it through that really didn't get any attention was our transportation bill and um you know we have a pretty good comprehensive um bill that you know focuses on roads and bridges without increasing the gas tax um and it secures federal funding so there's a bunch of money that the feds put out you know you don't spend all that money without on a federal level without it trickling down to the states um but you know it has safe routes to school in there um and then it invests some money in the jobs act which would help us get a whole bunch of federal money to build roads and bridges throughout the state. And it has funding in it for the state patrol, for the helicopters and the airplane. Um, so we, you know, mm-hmm. we rely on the state patrol as the last line of defense, more or less, to any emergency. So it could be transporting blood or organs in emergencies or just reacting to something. Um, and then DMV um, changes. You know, we, our driver's license um, you know, changes to that, to making sure more offices are open on a more consistent basis. A whole bunch of silly stuff that I'm sure most people don't care about, but it is important. <laughs> what is, uh, what's the total uh, dollars uh, amount on that transportation bill? Well, we're, we're hoping that, that we can get $5.7 billion from from the feds by, by doing this. Um, but I think our portion is like 280, 280 million. Hmm. Um, and then we can leverage that to get more money, um, which is, I, I think the, the more prudent way to do it because the money is out there if we don't apply for it in another state bill. Yeah. All right. Well, Senator, thank you so much for taking some time and being with us today. Enjoy your, I guess, quote unquote week off. I know you've got a lot of things lined up, as you'd mentioned. So enjoy your week and we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it, Jeff. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Rich. State Senator Rich Dreheim, you're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080. We've got Rich coming up in two with local news. Here's MNN. Minnesota News Network. Good morning, I'm Brent Palm. The Roseville police officer was shot in the face by a suspect Tuesday night. He's now recovering at home. Fellow officers, doctors, nurses, friends and family line the streets as Officer Ryan Duxbury was discharged from Regents Hospital. (laughs) Duxbury had a bullet removed from his neck Friday. The Roseville PD called it a great end to what has undoubtedly been a difficult week and said Ryan is a hero in all our eyes. State lawmakers.